0: Welcome to this week's Picks, the podcast for all you streamaholics out there. I'm Ryan with my buddy Jason. We're your guides to the best shows, movies, and more. Join us as we navigate the streaming jungle, uncover those hidden gems that recommend must-watch entertainment. Plus we'll spice up your viewing with delightful cocktail recipes, awesome music picks picks, and some captivating book recommendations. Get ready for all the laughs, the drama, and the suspense as we dive into a world of endless possibilities. Welcome to this week's Picks, episode 16, your ultimate podcast for streaming delights. Jason, how are you, buddy?
1: Oh, doing great. Excited to hear your first pick for the day. And yeah, um, let's just um, let's get into it. What, what do you got for us it. this week?
0: All right. Well, we're still sticking with those themes, right? We, we started the themed episodes. So my theme this week, I'll let you see if you can pick it up by the second the second choice. But my first pick of this week is the original 1987 Wall Street. So All right. The classic, directed by the legend known as Oliver Stone. I love the tagline for this film because it really does fit the film really greatly. Every dream has a price. It's like you think about the whole context of the entire movie. It's they poor Charlie Sheen's character he gets just run through it just because he wants to chase a dream. But you know he's the actor, the glories of the stock market and the trades. But Michael Douglas made Gordon Gecko, I think, a pop culture icon in this film. And uh, it's, you know, it's, I guess it's early in Charlie Sheen's career as an actor. It catapulted him. I think Platoon was soon after this and his star rose. Of course, you know how it, it oh, yeah. For Charlie Sheen, but, you know, he did well. well I was going to say,
1: was he in the cocaine phase for this? Or I
0: don't, it, may, it, may, it may have maybe where it got started, being a Wall Street broker in the 80s. Let's just say, uh, you know, they were well known for their cocaine appetites in Manhattan.
1: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. too.
0: Hollywood, Hollywood in general, right? Yeah, the 80s in general. I had a a guy I used to know, and he was a um, minor league pitcher in Miami in the 80s. And uh, he just told me about, he said stories about just busted houses, getting their you know, battery ram doors down, all that stuff. It's the cocaine trade all in Miami, Florida, in those eras. But anyway, so I digress. Um, the synopsis of this film, if you haven't seen it, there's a young and impatient stockbroker who's willing to do anything to get to the top including illegal trades and inside information. He's mentored by a ruthless and greedy corporate raider. I have to say this. If they were politicians, this it all would have been legal. <laughs> Sorry. But definitely a jargon and understanding curve to all the stock trade talk. But I think you can enjoy this film for what it is, for the family drama to it, because you see both sides of Charlie Sheen's family. Who Actually, Martin Sheen plays his dad in this movie, which is actually awesome but like can Gordon gecko's family how the business and the money he's chasing everything of course the famous quote in this film is greed is good right so but I always found it to rip on Amazon Prime uh, but uh-huh. man, I, I actually own it on Amazon Prime I do love this mm-hmm. one I think the sequel is really good too um but yeah man I mean have you seen this one Jason
1: oh many many times, many times. I, uh, right on. Right on. love the performance from Charlie one of my favorite Charlie Sheen films that like platoon um, yeah it's just Oliver, i just love oliver stone too right it's just kind of a over the top it's well paced uh, just it's one of those ones it's just enjoyable to rewatch right like you yeah. can just put it on and if it if it's on the tv you're you're like oh yeah i'm just gonna watch the scene and um end up <laughs> watching the whole thing and hey, you I, know i was, yeah, I was kind of ahead. curious where you landed on on the uh, sequel the what was it like 20 something years between this one and the next sequel mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah.
1: Also directed by Oliver Stone and Mm -hmm. Michael Douglas is in it. But like you said, Charlie Sheen's gone, and now we have a young Shia LaBeouf.
0: Yeah. So you like that one as well? I do like Money Never Sleeps. I do like it. I don't like it as much. I think Josh Brolin is fantastic in it, and Michael Douglas. I think the storyline, the long con he plays in that in in Mm -hmm. the second one is awesome. I think it's 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 really well done. Um. yeah, I mean, I don't think it's as good as the first one, but I, I like what they did with a huge gap. Of course, that was that era in films where they brought back old classics and tried to make a sequel to it. Yeah. I think, I think they did good. I think, hey, they laid it all over Stone to do the sequel, so that helps. And getting Michael Douglas back, and Shia LaBeouf's fantastic. Uh, I just good. I just don't remember it.
1: Like, I know I've seen mm-hmm. it, I, I remember like watching parts, but I don't remember anything about the story. It just felt. So forgettable to me.
0: It followed the housing crash in 08. so stop definitely, on. yeah,
1: definitely watch the first, and if you're like yeah. just still jazzed up, and <laughs> a couple beers in, put on the second one, just keep yeah. on going.
0: Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Or you know these other picks we have today, maybe they will yeah. be the second film you watch. So well, was, yeah, what you got for us, Jason? I was
1: going to recommend another classic uh, greed film from okay. Martin Scorsese, the Wolf of Wall Street.
0: All right. Yeah. So
1: I just another rewatchable film to me. that i have seen. I've lost count, honestly. <laughs> um, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's completely over the top. It's just, it's just a good time. Like Leonardo DiCaprio does such an incredible job. Jonah Hill's a lot of fun. You know, Margot Robbie, of course. Oh,
0: um, yeah. yeah.
1: Matthew McConaughey's barely in it, but like is unforgettable. Um, <laughs> I just the whole film like it's hard to pick out a scene or anything in particular. Just, just a good time.
0: It is. It is a good time. Um, I think I don't know that Jonah Hill performance in that film is absolutely fantastic. Um, I mean, yeah, who could forget Margot Robbie in that one? Jonah Hill plays a a great, I think, comedic sidekick to Leo. Oh yeah. I mean, the memes that came out of that movie alone, you know. Um, it's but... still,
1: I think, it's one of his. Like, it's his record or any movie's record for the most uh, F-bombs. Is and, it really? Oh, yeah. And Jonah, like, more than anything else, more than The Departed. And Jonah Hill leads that charge in this film. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Just just classic. Um, love Aya Cash. You don't see her enough in things. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I forgot she's in that,
1: yeah. Yeah, she's the uh, the secretary to Leonardo. Mhm. Uh I also one thing I love about it is I mean just a great directed film from Martin Scorsese, right? But I love the like unreliable narrator. So it's the movie starts off with him describing a a situation and like wait, no, that wasn't the color of my car.
0: Yeah. And like yeah. you
1: watch the car just change colors. Yeah. And cuz it's a retelling of his memory which <laughs> is if you know much about the story behind it from Jordan Belfort yeah. like that dude was a con artist, like, through and through. Even this whole story of his wild success and how smart he was was, you know, arguably embellished
0: wow, quite 100%. heavily.
1: So 100%. to start the movie off on that tone, I think, is just so good. You don't know what you can trust. You don't know who to trust. And it kind of switches narrators a couple of times, if I recall.
0: Yeah. Um, and you're about that swindle is... Um... Well, I'm not, not thinking it's Gene Wilder. I was trying sure to say Gene Hackman, knowing that was wrong, but Gene Wilder did that for Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. And he did the cane thing and he falls. No one knew he was going to do that. But they wanted. he wanted, you know, and then he acts like he's just perfectly fine, right? He rolls out of it. But that was to show the entire audience that you can't trust this guy 100%. Like, you don't know what's going on. Right. Or- so, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think the same thing when he he comes, all the qualos and stuff they do and he comes home and he's wrecked his car all up, but he gets out of there in the film at first and it looks like it's just perfect. Oh yeah. And like There's I was perfect. Bar-
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I just barely drove five miles an hour and got home safe. And then yeah. it replays the scene from somebody else's perspective if, and it's, it's like, the oh, destroy. yeah, it destroys Is that your car. Like, oh
0: shit. <laughs> I have to agree though. That Matthew McConaughey scene with him and DiCaprio at lunch. Oh man! It, this, it's, it's it for what that five seven minute whatever yeah. it was. It, he's in it for awesome. the film
1: for what ten minutes and just yeah. unforgettable.
0: Unforgettable.
1: Like, I mean, not just the both the lunch scene and the scene before that on the trading floor.
0: Like, yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: We don't call our clients at nine because. Um, or what's he? What's he say? Well, like when the bell goes off, like
0: let's pop. <laughs> like, yeah. Just... yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow, oh, man. I do love that film. I, I don't know if you've read uh, Jordan Belfort, of course, you know, after all this, he's he kind of went clean, went straight. And he's a public speaker and stuff like that, too. Now, of course, this movie helps. But I read his other book. It's just on sales it's called The Way of the Wolf. Yeah. And it teaches you kind of how to do it correctly without scamming. And I, I've actually enjoyed it. I've actually read it about twice now. I think it has a lot of good points in it. So... You know, that uh, can be our, our book pick of the week, Is the way of the wolf sure. by Jordan Belfort. Um, I enjoyed that book a lot. I use it, you know, I use that, and uh, another book called Never Split the Difference really helps me in my, my my career. So if you haven't picked this up, watch the movie. You want to hear know more about Jordan Belfort? He does have a great book called The Way of the Wolf. So
1: and and didn't even get to Didn't even get to uh, Kristen Bellati yet. Like love oh, yeah. her in this as well. Um, yeah, I' just such a stacked cast. I
0: feel like they all fight to get in it. You know, <laughs> I want to well, get in I,
1: there. Well, I think that's the thing. I think Jonah Hill took like no money to make this film. Really? I think he like went with his, I could be getting him confused, but if I, I could look it up and I'm not going to, um, <laughs> I think he went with like the SAG minimums or something. Huh. So they that's could cool. get other actors they wanted.
0: Like, well, that's just, cool. I am like just maybe. so
1: excited to work with Leonardo and Martin. Yeah. Yeah so great great fun film um not don't
0: take your children <laughs> no. it's not for
1: the faint of heart or you know people who are squeamish about drugs or foul language sex, or yeah,
0: sex drugs and rock nudity. And roll, basically. yeah
1: yeah yeah so uh, you know heads
0: up <laughs> heads heads up all right
1: <laughs> what's next on your list
0: uh, i'm gonna go a little lighter all right we'll stick with the the financial theme right I've got a 1983 comedy. Oh, starring John, uh, directed by John Landis, and it's got Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy in it. And uh, I think you know where I'm going.
1: Oh yeah, trading you confused me places. with '88 because
0: yeah, There 83. wasn't '83. Yeah, '83. Yeah, '83. Yeah, yeah, trading Places. Yeah. So, oh yeah, John Landis, you know, comedy film. I mean, like, I, it's again, I don't say this was super family friendly either because it's got some low down dirty shame to it. But,
1: well, those back when they were doing all those R rated 80s comedies,
0: right? It's the Beverly Hills Cop era and all yeah. that, yeah. So, really um, good film. Oh, fantastic. And I, I mean, uh, I, I just, I've just, I don't know how many times I've watched this movie, I've enjoyed it so much. I think, you know, I don't know if you know much about it, guys, but take the old classic tale of the prince and the pauper and he you, you know, kind of turned on its head, these two old men who are very have all the money in the world, all the money in the world, think of it being like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk going, hey, I make a wager, I can ruin this guy's life, and I take, make this other guy come out from being homeless to a millionaire. And that's basically what they did. These two old men take all the money, and they bet that they can ruin Dan Aykroyd's life and make Eddie Murphy a successful stock trader. So, yeah, they were
1: just having what, like, an argument in their limo, of just like, yeah, yeah, where success comes from. They're like, well, let's yeah. do an experiment.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's do an experiment with all the money. Yeah, and then so they go about. Dan Aykroyd is like their man and in, in their in their company, and they decide to ruin him. And I, really, the paths cross. Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd figures out who they picked and replaced him by. Of course, he wants to get vengeance because he's a 1980 stockbroker, right? But. Um, I, I just, I mean, uh, even um, well, I'm I'm blanking now. Jamie Lee Curtis makes a great oh, yeah, uh, appearance to this film. Um, but yeah, so she's wonderful, great in appearance. It. That's but, an elegant way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to go there, but yeah, um, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's the another one. You know, there's stock market jargon, but it's supposed to be funny. And I think they had a good time making it. And I really do enjoy it. Like I said, I don't know how many times I've watched it because it's those two. Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, 80s. You can't help but love it. You can't help but love it. The story's great. Long story short, they have a great ending, great culmination. And I don't know. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's on Amazon to rent. Usually, because it's kind of set around Christmas... It sometimes hits streaming services in Christmas time. So check it out oh, yeah. there. But, um, I always forget it's got a Christmas theme to it. until I put it on in like July and you're like, Oh yeah, it's set Christmas, but, uh, well,
1: that's right. He gets in like the Santa suit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I so forgot I about that gets the party. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the ending has to do with orange juice. Um, so by that, uh, anyway, so that's my second pick trading places. Uh, great comedy again, not a comedy. It's so much family friendly. But a uh, great comedy if you have never seen it and you, I don't know. I feel like '80s movies are getting a, a rebirth. People are like going back and watching them for the yeah,' not how pure they are. So there's
1: so many good films. Like it was a great. It was it was the era of like filmmaking where uh, cocaine got the ideas flowing, but <laughs> hadn't ruined everybody's life yet. You know,
0: <laughs> it's
1: like it, the, it was
0: pre-abuse, right? I was like oh, this is a great upper. Oh my god! The, I, yeah, the
1: the early the early 80s the cocaine fueled early 80s produced some real gems before things just went off the rails
0: um, i like that i like that thought process 100% yeah <laughs>
1: i mean you can just go look at the the timeline of movies and it just like oh amazing amazing I'm like oh god <laughs> who, created, who greenlit yeah. this shit <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
1: um speaking of of shit that you know Uh-oh. we've come to enjoy
0: uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: pull in another movie with um Gia, Giovanni uh Rabisi yeah. and Vin Diesel him, I
0: heard was Giovanni ribsteak the other day on another podcast <laughs> it was fucking hilarious um yeah go ahead go ahead
1: yeah uh, following the wolf of wall street train um I don't know if you've seen or heard of this film it came out in like uh, 2000
0: Oh I know where uh, you're going yeah yeah
1: uh with a uh, Vin Diesel and a few other people a boiler room yeah and so if you're not familiar with it it's uh basically a college uh giovanni plays a college dropout who gets a job as a broker at some little podink investment firm which it's like it's very similar wolf of wall street in the concept right not so much the movie making um, <laughs> quality. The, it's the not quality. A flick. Yeah, yeah it's not a Scorsese film. It's a, uh, who directed this thing? I gotta look it up. Ben Younger, mm-hmm. who did nothing else that I ever heard of. And um let's see, what would you call it? It's like a cross between, like, man, I don't even know, like uh, Glengarry Ross and Wolf of Wall Street, maybe?
0: That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Because yeah. it's
1: it's much more like serious and like you're trying to figure out like a thrill almost a thriller vibe of your like wait what's going on what's the con here but I mean if you've seen it before or you're familiar with these things they're they're running it just like Jordan Belfort did a I think it's actually based off his stuff right like
0: it um, may be I don't I've never really dug deep into the Boiler Room
1: like I think Ben Affleck, it's Ben Affleck right he plays the main dude. So, he's, he's, yeah,
0: I think you're right. Because, yeah,
1: he's running an investment firm and they're taking quote unquote investment firm in like Brooklyn and they're taking all these young guys who want to make a million bucks, getting them their trading license and just selling, you know, dog shit stocks to, yeah. you know, garbage men and dentists. And so, yeah, it's like, uh, it's that. It's like a gangster financial thriller almost, if I had to put it. Pin it to something very early That's 2000s feel,
0: yeah. Um, yeah,
1: uh, I think oh, Jamie Kennedy is one of the
0: dudes, like, it yeah, I think you're right because I think he's like, like a community in G upon kind of one of the main like they're bringing him in. He was running, yeah, casino he's the main house. dude, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: illegal poker games out of his house, yeah, and
0: yeah.
1: He decides to go legit and become a stockbroker, but it's the, the scam company,
0: not legit, it's almost kind yeah. of
1: like a Melodrama. It's a weird. That's just a weird late '90s film vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird seeing Van Diesel actually like use full words and sentences. Um,
0: that's it. I, you know. Yeah, I like it. I check like it, 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 it and,
1: out. It's not the yeah. best film, but it's it's a good time.
0: It's not. Yeah, it's very '99. Very yeah. much that weird right before we hit the technology stride we're in right now. So I yeah, I enjoyed that film. I don't it's not like a repeat like trading places for me, but I've watched it a few times. Yeah.
1: I just and I love like the scenes with like Ven Ven Diesel doing like the Gordon Gecko style monologues, you know? <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just yeah. Know, it's just a lot of fun.
0: All right. Well cool shit, man. I like That's it. Cool. I like it. All right. Well we'll go into my third pick of the week. This one. It's kind of a depressing based on a true story, uh, stock market film. Um, uh, 2015's Ooh. The Big Short. Okay, yeah. I thought
1: you were gonna go a different way.
0: Oh like yeah, it. no, no, direct. Yeah, Adam McKay. <laughs> basically, um, I really have to think about I've thought about this earlier. I was thinking about the cast, is looking over the cast. Like it's basically easier to say who isn't in this movie. But uh, it's oh got, yeah, it's everyone, <laughs> right? <laughs> the main ones are Christian Bale, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, and Brad Pitt. And and, and Brad Pitt's role in this gets me because he's like. He's not Achilles. You know, he's not, <laughs> not Tyler Durgan. You know, he's, he's this weird, like, nerdier kind of guy. They all kind yeah. of are, except for, like, Ryan Gosling is still like, hi, I don't know really what I'm doing. More like a Jordan Belfort, like, motherfucker. just like, hey, I got an attitude, <laughs> and I'm making money. And, you know, he's like, I have a mathematician here. But basically the story about these investment moguls and stock market guys who saw the housing market collapse coming and bet against it with resounding success. Like they saw the fall apart of Freddie Freddie May and Freddie Mac. And uh you know, it's just it's kind of nuts. It's a great story to if you didn't understand exactly all that happened, like me, during that era, and you're just kinda of like, how did this get and they, they do into the math, they go into the stock market and they go into what the government did and how these balloon well, payments came out. And
1: it's all being like really entertaining about it, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Right, exactly. Like with those four headlines, you know it's very, you know, it's very entertaining. And the thing is, too, I take, I take this back. I'll sit back. They're not together all the time. These four people are. are it's individual stories about. Yeah, each, it's like each three guy.
1: different firms, three yeah. different yeah people and their journey with discovery and make profiting. Yeah, um,
0: I think Brad Pitt's like a loner who yeah. does it of his house. Christian Bale is like an upstart. And then Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell kind of have some interaction, of knowing each other through their stock trades and stuff like that. But yeah, I think they all play the characters. because I've watched a documentary on this too on YouTube, like the making of the interview, the actual yeah. guys, who they were. And they really did cast it well. But um, well, then they have film. just yeah.
1: random like Adam McKay directorial stuff where like, oh, we're going to explain some concepts to you. But like, yes, gonna, they break like, out here. We're just going to margot robbie's in a bathtub and she's gonna explain shorts to you like
0: yes 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 that, that, that was so much <laughs> so watch this and handler night because it's on youtube right now and she's like and we just saw barbie because you know margot robbie's the shit right now she goes the hell i'm like oh yeah i totally forgot that's in there when <laughs> i just cut to her be like hi let me explain i'm like um that's how you get, that's how you get an audience that's how you get an audience but yeah, it made me think too. If you haven't seen Barbie, there's a moment in Barbie where she's supposed to be crying, and she's like, "I'm so ugly now." And it's like the, there's a Helen Mirren acting narrator, <laughs> and she goes, uh, note to the producers. Uh, really poor casting to cast Margaret Robbie as this part for this role. When you, she has to explain she's ugly, like that's like yeah, no shit." But anyway, uh, I digress. But yeah, Adam McKay is a great directorial job. I think it's another thing that helps this film a lot. You don't get lost so much in the jargon like a Wall Street.
1: Well, I was going to say, kind of jumping off from that that note, like it it tackles all the jargon, but explains it like you're five while being entertaining mm-hmm. versus a movie like I don't know if you've seen um margin Call no, it I was have not. um it was a like a thriller from two thousand eleven. It kind of centered around the key people at an investment bank mm-hmm. over the twenty four hour period, like during the financial crisis. Okay. Um, and it's like Kevin Spacey, Simon Baker, uh, Demi Moore, a few other people. And oh, Stanley Tucci, he's the one guy I was forgetting. And mm. it's that same kind of thing where it's going to be an entertaining film around like a real financial event. But it just is so much more nuanced and serious, just a very different feel, but also very good. If you're in the, I want to, you know, see the behind the scenes of, you know, the financial crisis kind of thing yeah but in a thriller format
0: okay all right all right really good yeah uh, another great little short documentary is it, out is enron it's enron the smartest guys in the room oh yeah i, I think that's a good one
1: well i was actually gonna i had a uh, pulled up to talk about that book oh, so okay. i've yeah. seen the i've read the book and seen the documentary and if okay. if you don't mind you know doing Hold a little on. extra work and and reading <laughs> then uh the book is significantly better it's just well, so much more nuance and explanations um, mm-hmm. on how the whole Enron thing came about, and um, how they the crazy accounting and why you have right. all these incredibly intelligent people who did some really dumb shit. You know,
0: <laughs> you know so. what I have? I have a souvenir bat for the opening of Enron Field, which is in sure. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I was at that game that opened Enron, the opening weekend of Enron Field before it came in. and They parked because it collapsed about three months later. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> Oh, so is that your, you got anything else for us, Jason? Oh, uh, let's pick. see.
1: So we, we covered both wall streets, Wolf mm-hmm. of wall street. Yeah. Boiler room. Mm-hmm. What do we miss?
0: Um, the big short in there. I got pretty places in there.
1: Yeah. I'll just throw two quick ones out for fun. Yeah. Um, Glenn Gary Ross is a classic. Oh yeah, um, ABC maybe. Not, not quite so much a financial film, but it's about salespeople. Yep. Um, it's almost like a. If you haven't seen it, it's Al Pacino, Jack Lemmon, Alec Baldwin, and Kevin Spacey, Ed Harris too, and they're just chewing up the scenery. <laughs> um, it's almost like a play. It's like a two part play essentially is how it feels because I think it was a play originally. Yes, it was. And it's then really right there. And then James Foley, you know, made this movie, and. If you want to see like some great actors just chew scenery, it's amazing.
0: (laughs) Or if you're in sales, you know, I don't don't think anyone
1: works in sales who hasn't seen this.
0: Absolutely. If you're in sales, you haven't seen it. You got to see it. You
1: can keep on walking out the back door.
0: Yeah. I'm not hiring you. That's my next interview. When I hire somebody next, I'm going to ask them.
1: What's your favorite quote from Glengarry Ross? (laughs) Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. What's your yeah? Another and then um,
1: another one that a lot of people haven't heard of is um, Middlemen from 2009.
0: I don't know that one. Yeah. So
1: once again, also uh, Giovanni Ribisi mm-hmm. and Luke Wilson. Uh, okay. It, this movie kind of follows. Um, they I forget who does what exactly, but they're they're like these internet commerce guys, like the pioneers of the early days of the. Monetizing the internet. And they basically come up with a way to like take credit cards on the internet. And then, well, who do you think is going to buy up that kind of technology first? Porn sites. So it's them dealing with mobsters and porn stars and con men as they try to navigate this like implementing credit card processing on the internet. And, you know, Hmm. but this less screw, you know, less, um, ethical you know, porn sites and things are like, Oh man, we need, we need a way to take money. So, um, you know, it explores that. It's, um, yeah. it's not the best film ever, but it's, it's a solid, solid drama thriller. I don't know what to call it. Honestly, it's on Amazon prime. If you're just looking for something to watch.
0: All right. All right. I'm gonna give one quick honorable mention as well. Um, the goods, Jeremy, Jeremy Piven. Hmm. I think it's got one of the best speeches in, in an airplane, ever given an airplane. Bet, so, but it's about it's about sales. It's this team that goes out and tries to save dying car lots. Mm. And it's it's funny. It's Jeremy Piven, probably Entourage era, when he had that little comeback in that time frame, and he's absolutely hilarious in it. Um, but yeah, I think it's on Netflix or Prime, one of the two. But that's an honorable mention for me. But
1: Oh, and yeah. well, I nearly forgot because I wasn't on my Letterboxd list. Uh, um, last last pick is uh, I'm going through a rewatch right now of Billions. Okay, so it's a Showtime show, but it, I think the first four seasons are on Amazon Prime right now. Okay. I think there's six seasons so far, and um, it follows this billionaire who, uh, Damian Lewis runs this uh, investment firm, and he's a billionaire, and Paul Giamatti is a uh, A.G. Uh, for New York, uh, attorney general, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, trying to take down all these pesky uh, billionaires who, mm. <laughs> with insider trading and whatnot. But, you know, it's all about power. It's everyone's just trying to vie for power. and right, um, As always. Just a great show. And um, Maggie Siff's amazing in it.
0: And uh, yeah, it's a good show. All right. Well, cool. 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 All right, well, uh, everybody, appreciate us time today. Appreciate you listening. Don't forget to follow us on all things social media. We got Twitter at This Week's Picks. And then we got uh, Instagram and TikTok at This Week's Picks Pod. So check us out. Follow us in there for all the updates. We'll post trailers of movies we like uh, from the week's episodes on our Twitters. I'll put some sports betting up for baseballs every now and then on the Twitter and the TikTok. I appreciate all those new followers. Thanks for everybody for listening. Sorry about the last week. We missed the episode. Uh, thanks for busy and a little chaotic and we didn't get one out. But uh yeah, we're gonna do better, I promise. Um uh, also we're releasing episodes on Mondays now, so be sure to schedule that automatic download and we appreciate everybody. Jason, got anything else for us? Have a good week. All right, cheers, y'all.